Welcome to Pigoted Podcast, the perfect balance of brains and bullshit. For extra special content, check out our Patreon over at www.patreon.com slash pigoted. The truth is a fact, a fib is a fiction. A theory is a clear and objective description of that which exists. How it is, how it isn't, by history or science or some defined discipline. And so theory goes. If you hold the opinion that truth is so easily known and envisioned. But what if, quote, truth as you know it is hidden by myths you've been told that you don't know you're living? What if powers that be control how the truth's given? And even how science and history are written? And even the means of theorizing's conditioned by the interest of those in the power position? Welcome to Picketed Podcast. Joining us today is comedian Justin Morehouse. Hi, Justin. Hi, Freddie. Hi. Yeah, cool. And joining us as our expert is Sam Fenner. Hi, Sam. I'm not much of an expert, so... <laughs> well, we use the ex- the term expert... Loosely. Fucking liberally. <laughs> okay. Here. It's basically anyone that knows slightly more than me about anything. Okay. We slap the expert tag on, slap and so far... everybody. Yeah, pretty much. And so far, nobody's noticed or called... <laughs> Mate, we had a flat earther on a f- twice, and I introduced him as an expert, and that's flat earth, so... That, it, that, that is... That would define loose. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I think expert is the expert of the thing that you're obsessed with. So in terms of Flat Earth, he is an expert in it, even though I think it's bollocks. No, he's not an expert in it. He's passionate. There's a difference between yeah, I would agree. expertise and being knowledgeable and yeah. being passionate and deranged and deluded. Well, I take those lines on this podcast and I fucking blur them. Well, there I, you go. I blur them as much as I possibly can because it's hard getting people to drive to Runcorn to do this. Yeah, <laughs> except Flat Earthers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they don't have as far to go, do they? <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to get if the car was going to stop and I was going to get shot in a turnip field. Or... Really? Because it's <laughs> it's it's like it's out the way. Do you think Runcorn? Well, a little bit from where I was. I live quite rurally, and I I like right it. I you, enjoy then. it. I I don't like you think you calling this rural Runcorn? <laughs> no, I don't think. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's an overspill, isn't it? Well, it's a it's a it's a town in its own right, but. The majority of it is an overspill, isn't it? But the thing is, is if you'd never been anywhere other than, say, like Liverpool, yeah. and you went to Runcorn, you'd be like, well, it's a bit out of the way, this. But because we are like, because as comedians, we travel to, mm. hey, do you want to do comedy night above a pub in the middle of fucking Lincolnshire <laughs> in a village that no one's that. ever heard of? James Sutherland. <laughs> well, this is my first time doing anything like this, so I'll, you know... Oh really? I've never done anything like this before. Wow, I'm I'm very uh, I'm very flattered that you've chosen to break in your. Uh... I'll I'll remember this for better or worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> whatever it, whatever happens, I'll remember your fucking face. Excellent. Now take your pants off and let's begin. So so you're an expert in well, what is it that you do? I'm a writer. What sort of writing do you uh, uh, specialize in? Sci-fi. Sci-fi. So you're an expert in science fiction writing then? Science fiction. Well, the when you're writing anything, you need to do a certain amount of research. If you're writing a political drama, you need to know a little bit about politics. If you want to work in an economic system, you need to know a little thing about economic systems. So naturally, over the course of writing, I've, I've learned a thing or two about some of the subjects we might be discussing today. Well, there you go, you see? So I think that that qualifies him as an expert. And if it doesn't, then... Are you an expert in sci-fi? No. no well, you know more than both of us, so don't worry about it. You're fine. Right, well. In fact, I'd go as far to say is I'm, uh, I'm anti-sci-fi. <laughs> oh, really? on, so what's, what's your... Oh, I just think it just... I think the idea when you write science fiction, I think what you do is you take away all the rules of convention 
You can just write whatever bullshit you want. What do you? I know you're mistaking sci-fi with fantasy. What? What do you? What do you define sci-fi as? What's your definition? Uh, lasers, uh, planets with more than one moon. You are so right. <laughs> okay, then I am a fucking expert. What? So Saturn. Yeah, you can have you can have complex infrastructures with anything horror fantasy as yeah. long as long as you write no. It I well. just mean science fiction. I think generally science fiction is fine. But uh, uh, this film that's out at the minute now, seeing it, Dunk, whatever it's called. What? What? Dunk. Dune? Yeah, is it Fucking Dune? Dunk. Dune. It looks like Dunk, doesn't it? If you see what they've done with the letters. They made the E try and look cool. So I thought put... you were about the new Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't sci-fi. No. Um, no, I don't dislike... Uh, yeah, I do. I dislike science fiction. Okay, this should be interesting then. Do you know yeah. what? I would uh, throw my hat into the ring as well and say I don't like science fiction no, either. No, this will be very interesting. I'll tell you then. why I don't like science fiction. Who is the greatest writer of all time? There, there is none. It's subjective. William Shakespeare. There did he no write science fiction? <laughs> I don't think he did. Okay, well... That's my case. There, there is no greatest writer of all time. That's entirely subjective. But he's already rested his case. Well, I'm an so expert. I, I, I don't know what you want him to do. Yeah. Look, you so. said I was the fucking expert. At the first locked. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? This is probably going to shock you. I have never, ever watched a single Star Wars That movie. doesn't shock me that much. No. I've watched them all. I like them. Do you? Yeah, that's not science fiction. No, is it not? They're cowboy films in space. Re oh, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, what did so, he say? Lasers and planets with yeah, more I'm than one Yeah, I'm pretty sure he that was exactly yeah, your definition. That's pretty much, wow. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's pretty It's pretty impressive to contradict yourself four and a half <laughs> minutes into a podcast. Being deliberately contrary, just so I can show you that I can move around within the bounds of fantasy. Okay. Ah, you see? He's see boxing of, clever. Okay, what about Lords of the Rings? Anything like that? No, I can't stand that. Yeah, I can't stand Lord of the Rings either. Yeah, so you're in the same camp as like Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, anything that goes into the fantasy genre, you're, you don't take any. So, so what's your paradigm? What would you say is the, is the height of fiction? What's the height of fiction? Yeah. Me porn? telling Freddie why I can't do his gigs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say porn up. <laughs> uh, what's the height of fiction? Um, I, I mean, I quite like stuff like James Joyce and things like that. I like storytelling. I like stuff about the human condition. Um, and, 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 and Right, so what is the, what to you, what is the ultimate utility of fiction? What's, it, his, what's it for? Why, <laughs> why does it exist? He got his pen out then to make a note. So we before. can learn about ourselves and find out what, what makes us sick as humans. Yeah. So Sam's... Sam, I'm no interest in the, I'm no interest in the otherworldly. Okay. We've got enough to do here. Okay, so you, you believe that fiction is to cultivate sensibilities, to clarify convictions, to reflect. It's easy people. for you to say that. <laughs> well, I'm trying to understand where the fuck you're coming from. Uh, I'm pulling your dick. I shouldn't have come. <laughs> <laughs> no, In what I'm post. saying is, if you ask me the question, I don't really, I'm not into science fiction. Um, sci-fi, the kind of, like, nerdy kind of like idea of sci-fi i don't I, like that don't 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 you think but that there is an element of poetry to sci-fi that can allow us to explore things that would otherwise be polarizing no really no so the idea of war of the world being you know uh relating to xenophobia i have um, no idea about you that. Know the problem is though is that i i'm a lot younger older than you and i grew up in the 70s and the 80s and it's all we had Sci-fi. Oh, okay. I think you meant xenophobia. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think they won the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> so I just up. found I did I did I did I like you know I like comics. I do like comics. I'd so like, you so you like stuff like Spider-Man, Batman, stuff like that. 
Uh, when you say Spider-Man, Batman, stuff like that, that's well, putting them two together and they don't like each other at all. You know what I mean? The the, the superhero. When you say comics, I assume you mean superhero yes, comics. Yes, I do like comics. Yeah, I like comic comic books. Right, then then aren't isn't that a bit of a... I feel like I'm in therapy. <laughs> You're asking me <laughs> you questions. Are, like, yeah. Isn't that a little bit of a paradox then? You, yes, of course it is. Right, okay. Well, I... Um, I'm aware of that paradox. The, the, well, the reason that we're uh, sort of gathered here today, as it were... Can I just say what I don't like, and then, you, then he knows where we're at? Okay, it's... Um, I'm assuming your gender as well, by the way, there. <laughs> we talk about oh, paradoxes. Don't, 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 There's a lot of things that. he doesn't like. Go on, what, oh. what, what is it you don't like? Doctor Who. And bearing in mind, some of them might be listening. Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, right. Doctor Who. Mm. I'm not a fan of Doctor Who either. Have you ever been asked to be on Doctor Who? No. No, not as a guest? No. I, I think you're the level of, I, like, Doctor Who. What, like, a way to, what a way to bring the man down. No, I He's think just said he doesn't like it. I thought you would be great. No, yeah, I don't but, like it. I don't like it. It used to frighten me, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I never really sort of got... It, it just... I don't like I'm surprised stuff. about that. I thought you'd like that. No, it's not my bag at all. You've been a lonely child. No, it's not my bag at all. I was very popular. Had lots of friends. Uh, Are you talking (laughs) about the older shows or the newer generation? All of it. All of it. Yeah, I don't like. I I mean, I lump it all in together as well. I I just, just not my bag. I I just don't know. That's fine. It's, It's just stuff like. I think part of the appeal with Doctor Who, and apologies if you're a fan or anything like that, I don't mean to insult you. If you're a hooey. But uh, is that what they call themselves? <laughs> no, I think Hoovian. <laughs> it's a Hoovian. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> it should be called hooey's though, shouldn't it? Well I, well, I quite like Doctor Who. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a super fan. But part of my but, thing uh, is, isn't it meant to be intentionally shit? Like, isn't that the idea behind it? Is that it's, it's meant to intentionally be a bit rubbish? No. 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 The, the goal of Doctor Who, as, as with a lot of fiction, is to explore the thing about the you know, everything. is it's, it's very complex and nuanced. And when you're trying to explore these things fictionally, it can be very hard to do that flat without polarizing people. And so what they do is they say, okay, well, instead of races, we'll have aliens. And instead of land masses, we'll have planets. And they, through some subtle writing, not all the time, but through subtle writing, they can get across a very interesting point that other people might not have thought of. And so when you say, oh, yeah, why don't the, you know, uh, the Vatakatash just do that? I say, well, why doesn't America? Oh, oh right. And I it see. relates. It's so like Cybermen are like stormtroopers. Cyber, Cybermen are a commentary on our on our over, over-reliance on technology. On automation. And so Automation and how it basically consumes our lives. Well, you get that because you're you know, well-read and, and interested and bright. Well, your average Doctor Who fan's not going to get that, are you? Your actual Doctor Who. Well, that's Huey. the good thing about Doctor Who, because it's... Yeah, it's, surely you just go, oh, look, David Tennant's covered in gunge. That's, that's funny, isn't it? Do I you know see, what I mean? I like, see, I see, uh, to, an, to an extent, um, yes. But also, <laughs> that's with anything. A- a- anything, any fictional thing, even your favourite, even Shakespeare, there's going to be people who can't read into that or won't. So that that's with anything. That's mm. that's congruent through all of fiction. That's not just sci-fi. I think we're south on the wrong foot here. I think we have more in common than we have that divides us. Yeah, and that's isn't that a lovely little narrative arc? Mm. Enemies become friends. Well, it's been fun. I'll sit now. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we've sort of concluded within ten minutes yeah. and everything's sorted. Okay, Squid Game. Let's let's go. Let's talk about Squid Game because that's what everyone's talking about at the mm. moment. Now, um, you've watched all the Squid Games, Sam. I watched. I watched at uh, five minutes with English dubbing. I had to turn it off because it was fucking atrocious. Really, I like the English dubbing. I think it's funny. 
That's the problem. <laughs> it's really? Funny. Yeah, I, I know. I think it's supposed to be funny. I watched Money Heist for the same reason. Right, okay. So, can you not read the subtitles? No, I can read the subtitles. I just think it's funnier to listen no, to. because sometimes people can't read the subtitles. They can't split their eyes. Do you know they? what? I get used to it really quickly. Like, like I know that some people have a problem, but I always think, like, is it really that bad just to... Well, I'll tell you. Uh, well, okay, let me break it down for you. Um, the Korean actors do a fantastic job. And acting isn't just about what the, word, the words that are said. It's how you say them. And the Korean actors do an, an, an excellent job, not just through their physical performance, but through their emotions. That is completely lost with the English dub. Well, there was a thing Don. on uh, on TikTok, which is obviously the source of all of my information. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything um, about TikTok. Uh, oh, it's 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 like uh, Wikipedia, but even more reliable. Uh, but so, in shorter bursts, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so basically, it was like a uh, a a American Korean who was saying, "I can speak Korean, obvs," uh, and she said that if you. Um, watched the korean version if you watch the american version you're watching a totally different show you are because you they you lose so much of the nuance yeah. in what's being said yeah. so and apparently in stuff there's loads of tropes in south korean um sitcoms and uh, dramas and stuff that all south koreans would know about that to a western audience we just completely lose so apparently there's a trope of the intelligent but poor character like that's a that's a thing, you know, to to have a character who's very clever but for some reason is I I would say skint. that's that's unique to Korean cinema. We have uh, pursuit of happiness. We have uh, all sorts of stories. I think that name two to. more. Name two more. Christ. Uh, <laughs> well, they only fools and horses. <laughs> only fools and horses. Who's the clever one, one there? Del Boy. He's really clever. clever. Uh, yeah, all right. Okay, yeah, Blackadder. fair enough. Smart, Blackadder. But, Blackadder. Blackadder, I'd say, is definitely one. I'm not sure about Del Boy, though, because would you think that he's intelligent, or I, I'd say he's more savvy. Yeah, but that's the form of intelligence. He's not. He yeah. might not be well-read. You're, you're mistaking intelligence with education. He's he's not educated, but he is an intelligent man. But, but he, he has got they, the ability. If he went to the right school, yeah, he'd have done very well. His IQ would have been incredible. Okay. Okay, fair, yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll concede on that. When you both gang up. You don't need to concede, <laughs> you just have to accept. Yeah. <laughs> so I know, but if I say concede, it makes it sound more gracious on my part. It does, it makes it sound mealy mouth. Going going back to Squid Game. Um the Yeah, end, you're gonna have to say that a lot. Because <laughs> we'll just get sidetracked the, otherwise. The, the, For the, the people who've not seen Squid Game, what is Squid Game? Okay, uh, to summarize, Squid Game is essentially um a collection of individuals who find themselves on the back foot of life. They've got no money. Some of them are having to sell their organs or, you know, they're fucked. They're in debt. They need money. Uh, they are approached by a mysterious stranger who tells them that they can earn uh, an insane amount of money by partaking in a series of children's games. Naturally, they all agree, only to find out that the games are deadly. And As the story progresses, we find out more about the game, what they're all there for, and obviously the, the, the tension lies in who will win, who will walk away with a cash prize. And there's also that element of uh, Battle Royale sort of... I'll tell you what, he summed that up well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. He summed that up really well. I've watched most of the first episode, and I'm at the point where they've just got into the house, the Big oh, Brother house, whatever it is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they've all woke up with the numbers on. Yeah. Uh, and there's been a fight, and like people have seen each other, and he's, he's spotted the woman who stole the money off him. Yeah. yeah. So I reckon you're at half the first episode. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's good because I don't want this to turn into like a 
a review thing. No, but it is a phenomenon, isn't it? It's hugely popular, isn't it? It's one of the most popular I think, shows I think, I think the reason it's hugely popular is because what it has to say is something that everyone can understand. Squid Game is not subtle. It literally has a giant fucking piggy bank hanging over their heads. It's like, what's this trying to say? Well, it's obviously criticizing capitalism, and that's a hot topic right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that it... it <sighs> See, th the thing about it not being subtle, I think, is a good thing, to be honest it, with you. I didn't say I it was think, a bad thing. I think that's part of its mass appeal. Definitely. Is that you don't have to, you know, like, and, and surely it's more, it's, it's more important to get the message out to as many people as possible, even if that means dumbing it down a little bit. The, the, only, the only thing you can... It's the approach I've taken in comedy anyway. <laughs> you, you can, it's a slippery slope. If you want to put a message, you can't compromise the quality of your story. And in some places, I feel like Squid Game stumbles a bit. I think it's it's pursuing a message in some places more than it is a satisfying narrative. I remember s telling you a few problems I had. I think it's a good show for the record. I do. I did enjoy it. Mm. I thought it was very interesting. Um, so, what does it have to say about capitalism in your? Uh, well, I was going to ask that of you, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, what do you think it has to say? Well, I'm going to put that over to Justin. What? <laughs> I've not seen it, but if it is, yeah, yeah, if it is a commentary on the evils of capitalism, well, thank God the kindly socialists of Netflix have brought that to us. <laughs> evils of capitalism. I'm writing that down. Is that what it's supposed to be? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's basically uh, about sort of money uh, corrupting, basically. I think and. It does corrupt, though, doesn't it? The unfairness of the system. Do you think money corrupts? Yeah, I think it's probably uh, apposite to talk about uh, Newcastle United as well. Yeah. And the money that's flowing in there. Are you, um, like, bothered about Newcastle United's new, owner, new owners? I, I think the Saudi regime are a despicable uh, organisation, yes. Yeah. I don't think they would... I don't think the Saudi... Government would pass a fit and proper test to run a football club. I tell you what, it's been I, uh, clouded in this this sort of fund that's come. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say money corrupts. I I think uh, the obtainment of money. I was going to say the same thing. The acquisition part corrupts because I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't say corruption comes into it. Human beings are are, are animals, and when we're born, you know, for, for the thousands of years before we had civilization, hundreds of thousands of years. Our main goals were survival, water, food, I've got to fuck something or I'll die, you know, just, you know, killing someone over a berry. And our focus... Sounds like a weekend in Glasgow. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> but our main... Nice our main, one. <laughs> our main focus was to survive. What happens now? Upon birth, most people, definitely in the West, food, water, protection, shelter, all of our basic animal needs are met. And so once you... I need to get used to this. Yeah. Once you address the foundational sort of needs of the animal, yeah. what does the brain do? What is an idle brain to do? It, it, it needs to invent its monsters to justify its existence. Money removes obstacles. And when you remove the obstacles, the, the striving, the obtainment, when you're at the top of the staircase, the only thing left to play with is those below. That's where you get the magnifying glass and the, you start torching the ants. Money doesn't corrupt. It just takes away the mask. It, it, it leaves people alone with themselves and they discover quite often dark things in us all.
that's the individual, isn't it? So that that's about the individual and what drives us. What what kind of uh, uh, what you're saying is that animal instinct. That's what drives us. However, sort of like the the, the consumption that drives capitalism, the mass consumption and the sort of. I think Kerry Godleman said it brilliantly once, when she said she used to walk into John Lewis at Christmas and just look at it and go, it's "Landfill." <laughs> it's kind of the yeah, cycle yeah, yeah. that we're on. It's kind of pointless, isn't it? it well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. We're not leaving anything. No, it's capitalism po- doesn't leave anything behind for the benefit of others. It, not like altruistic acts do, or well, philanthropic the, acts do, the, or, or or culture, or art, or music, or you know, these things are very, very temporary. And I think, I think the pursuit just, of money is is okay. You bring up you bring up a very interesting point with the idea that capitalism doesn't leave anything good behind or anything solid like music or art. Um, would you would you say that music or art or the creation of things is part of the capitalist system? It doesn't have to be. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Absolutely not. But now is a great time to bring up our Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash bigoted. And uh, yeah, sorry, I'm just here to blur the lines. How much does... How they much call does me Robin Thicke. That's <laughs> how so much I blur these lines. Because <laughs> he's a thief and he's not intelligent. <laughs> What, how much is the Patreon? Uh, it is just a four quid a month, a pound a week. For That's all right. Isn't loads it? of extra content. Yeah, isn't absolutely. Absolutely. Throwing scraps at your feet as you dance. You what? Throwing scraps at your feet as you dance. I shall take all of those scraps it's because good. it's a damn sight easier taking them on Patreon than it is driving 140 miles to Scunthorpe to Indeed. perform in front of 200 borderline inbred. Mm, Fucking you don't work in Scunthorpe, I assume. <laughs> Just thought that then. When I, when I said Scunthorpe in my head, my di- I, I had my diary in front of me and I was like, when am I next in Scunthorpe? So what did you get for your £4 a month? What, sorry? Uh, so for £4 yeah. a month, you get access to uh, extra content, one extra episode a week, picketed extra, plus all the extra content that we make on top of that, plus access to Discord servers, um, Loads of stuff, deals on merchandise. Uh, oh, Discord servers. Uh, well, we've got a Discord server. What is a Discord server? I've seen this. I don't know what it is. It's sort of like... A Discord <sighs> server is, is an online community uh, filled with people with a similar interest, so you can connect with people, talk with the same Like thing, a chat group, basically. Yes, yeah, like chat a, room. Yeah, sort of like a chat room. A like message board. Yeah, we've gone backwards, basically. Right. We've, we've kind of gone backwards. It's a bit retro. Is it? Yeah. Do you like Reddit? No. No, no. I don't know what that is either. Fucking <laughs> 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 Oh my god. ICQ. We're getting off topic here. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean this, Wait, so is, just doing, this is the advert for Patreon. What? So okay, well let's tie it into capitalism then. Okay. Yeah. So you support capitalism. Yeah. Okay. Do you support capitalism? Um I, generally uh yes. But <laughs> do I think it's but I mean I feel powerless. I feel powerless to not be compliant in a capitalist society. But do you know what it is? Is when people say, do you support capitalism? What they will then do is they will then take you to the extremes of capitalism. And then they go, well, how can you support this? And it's like, yeah, but if you do that to the extremes of anything, well, that's then it. how can you when support people, when it? When people say capitalism is, capitalism is evil, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. It's like saying a hammer is evil. It can be used to build a house or smash someone's head in. It's the people. That's very true. You know, you. humans misuse these infrastructures. Capitalism isn't an ideology. So it's the, an economic the, infrastructure. So the idea of capitalism is, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm not a, an expert in any way at, at all. I don't understand 
most of the things that we're probably going to be talking about. But the idea of capitalism is, is that you want to gather in as much money and stock and build it, whatever it is, many, as many assets more than anybody else. Yeah? Not necessarily. Capitalism doesn't have to be that. It can be. Some people do pursue it to that end. Capitalism can simply be having an idea, wanting to control and nurture that idea and naturally, organically growing success. If, say, for example, if you wanted to invent helicopter hats, you, you were passionate about this idea. You could design it, draw it up, sell a few, hire people, build yourself up. Before you know it, you're one of these evil tycoons, but it's an idea that you wanted to control. And Yeah, but I'm saying the very broad kind of idea of capitalism is that, you know, it's the rich it's the, get The richer. private ownership of production. Yes. Yeah, that's capitalism. Right, well, I don't believe in that as a, as a complete a whole system. I believe in social enterprise. Mm. I believe in uh, a little bit of social democracy. I don't believe, I'm not an anarchist. I don't believe it. I'm not a Marxist. Well, that's the thing. What I've always found interesting is when, when you ask I'm someone... I'm a soft capitalist if there's such a thing. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm hard-nosed, but with a soft skin. When, when you ask people about to define capitalism, you get the same answer every time. It's an objective infrastructure. Everyone knows what it is. The private ownership means of production. They all say roughly the same thing. Now, you ask someone, what's socialism? Fucking different answer every time. Socialism because it exists to me, within within different well socialism it's to a me Venn diagram of stuff yeah but ge very generally socialism is uh, uh, based on a few tenets of being fair mm. uh, that society is only as strong as its weakest member and that we have collective responsibility for for uh, our ourselves right and can you name your... some socialist countries Britain at the moment socialist. In many ways. Well, how are we socialist? We've in got a socialist ways. system. We've got the NHS is quite a socialist system. Well, well it's, it's, the, the last few budgets we've had... Have well, been, not, well, well, you know, let me, it won't moment, be for long. Yeah, <laughs> yes, well, I mean, at the moment, we the most socialist um, measures that have ever taken place in this country have taken place in the last two years. Well, let me talk quickly about the NHS. So I oh, no, to... let's not talk about your beef <laughs> with you having a pain in your chest... And driving and ignoring any advice that you could have got. What? And complaining about the NHS. No, we're not we're not gonna talk about the NHS on this podcast. We're talking about twelve hour twelve hour wait last night. Because you're uh, not an emergency, you were triaged. What does that mean? What do you mean? There's a history here that I should be Your tri the triage is you're assessed and you weren't seen to be having acute need. Yeah, that's fine. Let me wait at home. Let me go on. I, I, I literally said... You said, look like every one of those people on the ambulance programme. <laughs> no, no, no. What's your emergency? When they arrive, they sat there in an ill-fitting sweater, a baldy head, tattoos, a beard, sat on a cheap leather settee. Wow, that's very classes of you, Justin Morehouse. And this is nothing about classes. This is about you sitting there going... I'm not going to wait in no fucking hospital, mate. I'm not going to do that. Right. So right. I'll tell you what it is, right? So over the last uh, few days, I've had a slight pressure on my chest. Uh, last few days. Right. So, so maybe so three, bear, three bear in days. mind, that's the last few days. Remember the words that we use, uh, A and E, accident and emergency. Yeah, maybe, th maybe three days, right? Three days. So, so, yeah, that's few, isn't it? Three is few. Three yeah. is the least of few. It's a, I remember a lovely... Uh, it goes two is a couple, yeah. one no, is one, two no, is a couple. That old joke in the way somebody goes, uh, is a couple, two or three, one woman says two, my dad says three. That's why they're divorced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's also like in this up. modern world we're living now where we, where, where, we do, where we do not 
necessarily use the standard pronouns that we people can use the okay. pronouns they and them. Yeah. Like the only problem with that for me is like if, they, if somebody tells me that they are coming for dinner, how many am I yeah. catering for? Did I tell you I went to a? Uh, Thanks did- for not even acknowledging that I did a joke. I just wait till <laughs> I finish speaking to get your own thing. There going. you go. I, I gave you a bit of a thanks. Man. I went to I went to a dinner party a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it was me and my missus and like her friends. Do you know what I mean? And someone introduced of themselves. It would have been your friends. Well, it wouldn't have been. But I haven't fucking got any left now. Um, I because <laughs> she took them all. Eight, eight women. Um, no, but... <laughs> it's more of your personality. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm a cunt as well. Probably doesn't help. Uh, someone introduced himself, but he introduced himself, and then he put his pronouns on it, but he didn't say, my name is, and my pronouns are. He just introduced it as one thing. Well, and so he, so he said, hi, I'm Jonathan, they, them. And so so I he was, didn't say that, then no, they said that. No, well, well, listen, well, li- well, all right, okay. But listen, but afterwards I was talking to my missus and it was only through talking to her did I realise that, jo- like, I thought that that was his surname. So Jonathan was, they, them. Yeah, I thought his name was Jonathan they, them. And so I was like, oh, I met Jonathan they, them. She was like, that's not, that's not <laughs> oh. what you think it is. <laughs> that could have been really, I've really. I've seen people's pronouns to be Jonathan they, them, him, is. I have seen people on Twitter that do that. There's somebody who I follow on Twitter who's put their pronouns in their bio and they put he, she, they. And it's like, well, why did you need to mention it? Because I would have got it right regardless, wouldn't I? Well, yeah. Unless, uh, unless I'd have gone rogue and just sort of, you know. It's. G or whatever, like the X and the E thing. It's funny. Do you, you see, see what I mean? When, I, when, when you remove the natural selection pressures off the backs of humans, we fiddle with the small print and we will continue to, to, to do that forever. Yeah. So it's of no, it's, it, it is, it is unsurprising to me that we are now at a stage that we're discussing this, something that would 50 years ago be completely absurd, but now it's, and you, you, you can argue that it's moral. Are you a right musician? No. You should be. Do you reckon? Why? You, you, he'd make a great, he'd be an amazing lyricist and vocalist. He, well, I, I definitely think lyricist. Can you sing? How can I fuck? I don't, I've never tried. You could maybe be. You could, the, you could be like. I reckon you could. Be my a dad. My, my dad's a musician. Oh, maybe. there you go. You could maybe be the Bernie Taupin. You need to find yourself an Elton John. Maybe one day. What kind of music does your dad do? Uh, he's, uh, you know, he was in a band called Buster, um, which was a pop rhymes. No, no, but <laughs> Buster. Right? <laughs> it was big in Japan. Uh, it, was, it was in a band called Buster. That was pop. Um, you know, a lot of love songs. And then he made his own called Alternative Buster, Radio. Buster, B-U-S-T-E-R. Yeah. Alternative Radio. Well, yeah. Let's have a look. Is he on Spotify? I think so. Let's have a look. Let's listen to some. He, d- he did... Um... Okay, just a sec. I'm going to look for it. Go on, you keep talking. Look up Alternative Radio. That's his newest stuff. He's got a new album coming out. Alternative... Yeah, Tuppence to Cross the Mersey recently. Radio. Artist. Radio. Alternative Radio. Yeah. Concertina Ballerina. Yeah. Okay, let's have a listen to this. Do you know what? We're under so much pressure now to go. Hey, it's really good that. I know it's really bad. It's it's it's. Let's have a listen. It's the YouTube copyright strike going in it.
Wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's all right, that. It's a, it's, he's a very strange man. That's where I got a lot of it from. That song, actually, um, is, is, it was a foundation for a lot of my weird writing. It's very freak show, very... It sounds dark. like a... Uh, kind of circus. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like the theme tune to, like, a, a children's TV show in yeah, the 80s. Yeah, circus kind of thing. Yeah. Come and see us, and everybody but he does, now. He does, he yeah, does, yeah, yeah. He's got a vast array from... Dungeon. Cl- classical to pop to <laughs> dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a vast. Oh, right. Nice. Did you collect things? Collect. Yeah. You collect things. That song. Like that song is the last sound many women hear. That's... Dad, I'm fucking sorry. I, I didn't fucking know this was gonna be like this. I, they, they asked me to come on. It was impulsive of me. My mo- mom was the one who told me to do it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> she yeah, said. Man. You should go and do it. <laughs> I should be the only one who has to live down here. <laughs> go to room call. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the word. My <laughs> dad went, shut up. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, the last time you heard as you were locking the door was an accordion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does your, uh, uh, is that your dad's full-time job? Uh, yeah, that, that and putting on plays and stuff. Nice. Right. Oh, and, and teaching guitar. He teaches guitar. If you've ever wanted to learn guitar, he's the man. Well, I just said, are you musical? You said no. Well, I don't. I don't play any instruments. Get him to teach you. No. Well, I can play a bit of guitar and a bit of. You keyboard. should form a band, mate. Definitely. Yeah, I think. So I think you would be style. a good. You would be a good lyricist. So it's maybe a good lyricist, but it's it's not within my DNA, unfortunately, to to stand up on a stage and. Going, uh, going back. Yeah, I mean, who'd do that? <laughs> <laughs> going back to going back to capitalism. Yeah. Um, you remember that? Remember yeah, we were talking about that, that a while yeah. ago. Um, what uh, sort of capitalist country? Uh, so, what sort of socialist countries? I mean, you mentioned the UK. If we go outside of that, what sort of socialist countries do you think we well, should it, model but ourselves the, but on? The, so, the UK isn't socialist, though. No, I don't think so either. But I'm, I'm waiting. It has, so, it has socialism I'm integrated. Basically, it. trying to get him to say. Uh, Scandinavia. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying well, to get well, you to you say probably, Denmark or Sweden or something. So just say it, then you can say what you wanted to say. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I don't even know if they are socialist countries. Well, they're not. You right. see. Uh, so a lot of people. Wow. That's why I didn't say it. So a lot of people like to. Uh, very. Here's the thing. Very few are. Yeah. Most most countries well, have the have, ones that are. Let's be fair. Aren't doing dead well. Like. Well, it, it, that's the thing. Well, who is a socialist country? Venezuela, um, Cuba. Um, it's communist, isn't it, Cuba? No, I think it was liberated from communism, wasn't it? By, um, God, what they could say Castro. from Mexico. Castro. Yeah, Castro. Yeah. So I, don't, I think it's socialist now. If, it's yeah. still, if, if it was still communist, that would be just... Venezuela <laughs> is, and right now it's like seven million quid for some mm. bread. It's, um, yeah, it's... it's is not- Venezuela the first country to accept Bitcoin as legal tender? No, that was El Salvador, was I think. One of them, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of them. <laughs> it's around Central America, ways. Nicaragua. No, but I think um, it, it, it depends what you, because Americans would would call Britain a socialist state, wouldn't they? they certainly that, that would be that would be very ironic given their current uh, administration. Call us socialist. It's um, but I mean I don't think that we are. So, I, I, I mean yes, we have the NHS. Can I? Talk about my NHS experience. Oh, fucking go on then. So, so add myself a little pressure in my chest. 
I ring, uh, been going about yeah, three roll. days, three days, and uh, I'd had <laughs> sausage roll. That's what they said, actually. Is it a sausage roll, sir? <laughs> um, have you been to Greg's? Um, so I, I, I'd done it with ibuprofen. It, was, it wasn't really going away because it was in my chest. I thought, it's not worth going the doctor's over. I'll just ring NHS 111. Took ages to get through. But then I got through and they asked me some questions. Then they put me through to somebody else, asked me some questions. And they were, all right, okay, we need to call you back in an hour. We'll call you back within an hour and then we'll ask some more questions. We're passing you through to some other team. I was like, whatever. Three hours later, no phone call. And they ring me just as I'm about to go on stage, like literally two minutes away from going on. I was like, I spoke to the dude. I was like, look, I'm really sorry, but I'm about to go to work. And he was like, yeah, but this is your health. And I was like, yeah, well, I can't do anything about it now. I literally have to go to work in a second. And he went, oh, and, and I said, well, just call me back in an hour. Just call me back. And he went, we can't call you back. I went, what? And he goes, yeah, you'll have to ring NHS 111 again and start the process again. The, this is the this is the thing with the NHS. The NHS, the way I see it, is... Um, well, let of- me finish because you'll, you'll, you'll get it. Like even more, I think I okay. know the point that you're going to make. Go on, and I'll drive it home for it, me. Yeah, it'll be driven home. Yeah. You, you just all you got to do is put your seatbelt on. I'll do the driving for I'm you. Ready? So. That's what his dad says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, I've won a significant amount of money. Would you like some champagne? <laughs> Why are you wearing a top hat? <laughs> you don't worry about it. Ring, da ding, ding, da ding. <laughs> <laughs> right okay, okay apologies to your dad this is just a joke we don't know you i had a really weird dream about being on america around <laughs> yeah dream um so anyway um uh i i, I got popcorn in my hair <laughs> fuck me you're milking it now it's not candy floss i knew it was a candy floss um, so uh anyway just for the record i didn't grow up in a fucking circus <laughs> Right, just to get that out there for the record, yeah. in case things get legal. The sexual predator thing might be something in that, but I did yeah. not grow up on a circus. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, NHS, uh, I, so I ring them back after I've finished. I'm driving home, I ring them back. It takes 40 minutes to get through to them. Get through to this woman, starts ask, asking me all the same questions as before. I was like, look, I've told, she's like, I have to start again. So we start again, ask me loads of questions. By this point, I've driven home. I've literally parked in the drive. And she goes, right, okay, you need to go to hospital. Uh, I've booked you in an appointment for a hospital 25 minutes away. And I went, right, when? And she was like, well, you need to set off now. And I was like, can I not just wait till the morning? I'm really tired now. She was like, no, this is your health. You have to go right now. I said, look, there's a hospital five minutes away from me. Can I not go to that one? They went, no, no, you can't go. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Right, fine. So I drive 25 minutes to this hospital in Aintree, park up, Walk in, she goes, right, the woman on the NHS, she goes, right, I think your text message, show them that text message, and then it, it'll show that, you know, we've spoken and whatever, we've booked you this appointment slot. So I was like, right, show them the text message, and um, the woman at the uh, receptionist at the hospital went, yeah, there's a 12-hour wait. And I went, what? And she goes, yeah, it's a 12-hour wait. I was like, right, I'm just going to go. She was like, yeah, no worries. Got into the car, drove all the way home. Right, okay. So you did drive the point home. So the the NHS, the, the trouble, it's like butter spread too thinly over too much bread. It's this, it's this, it's this safety net. That's the that problem. That's why he's got too much butter. I was going to say the same thing. That was one of the questions. Uh, and so well, that doubles as a diagnosis then. Yeah. Um, 
It's I'd be it, so I'd be so crushed if I walked into the hospital and a doctor pointed at me and went too much butter. I don't, <laughs> fucking hell. It's it's a safety net, right? It, yeah. it, it it's 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 sort of that baseline. Um but if you if you want to get something locked at in, in prop in due time, you've got to go private at the end well, of the day. Can I give you a diagnosis now, Freddie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We are coming out of uh, 18 months of the weirdest time we've ever been in our, our lives. Yeah. Uh, you spend your life uh, constantly living uh, on your nerves. Yep. You've recently moved house or yep. exchanged contracts on a house, and that's been stressing you for the best part of 12 months. Yep. Uh, your relationship isn't going well. Uh, I just had a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, it's probably just a little bit of stress and pressure, mate. You know, yeah. you are overweight. You're not healthy. You don't exercise. So. Maybe just a little bit of that. That that what? might that might be true, but if it was serious, yeah. But what I would say is, the local Booper Hospital or wherever, whatever the healthcare is, the Nuffield or whatever, fifty quid for the GP. Yeah, you just walk in. Well, the thing is, peace of mind. The thing th th you th can afford that. Well, the thing is though, is I'm sort of torn between the two because on the one hand. I think that healthcare should be free, and I think it's a basic human right. Yep. But on the other hand, if that, if if the experience that I had last night, there it's, is it's no functionality is compromised. There is, yeah, there's literally yeah, but, but we, no we know, way in hell we know that, that would happen in a private. We know that country. the NHS is under severe strain. We know this. It's come through the toughest time it's ever come through. So really, you should have taken some of that strain away from your self-induced kind of. Uh, Gluttony. <laughs> so would you say private healthcare is, is objectively superior? No. I'd just say I'd say the system is. I'd say it's sort of getting an appointment, but the actual the point of care is not better. But, but no, I would not the say the, yeah, well so the 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 like you said, the system because a lot of the time time is is one of the most important factors. You so have you, to sort of um I think you, you have to accept that if you have a universal healthcare system it's going to have some uh, neg negative aspects to it. Definitely, and yeah. one of those is the waiting times, and one of those is the administra administration of it. <laughs> what nobody has been prepared to do for the last 30, 40, 50 years with the NHS is actually a root and branch reorganisation of the system. Uh, they spent billions on failed IT systems. Mm. And essentially, that is the big problem. It's not linked up. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the big, single well, biggest problem well, in the NHS. That's what I was getting at as well. So the twelve-hour wait time thing yeah. is a bad thing. But what I'm looking at really is how disjointed that system was. Yeah. Nobody was talking to each other. And you, you got to show a text message because. To prove. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing: is if that guy originally had have just called me back then that would have saved on the waiting time of the second time that I had to call yep. because I wouldn't have had to call him for a second time. Yep. If I didn't have to go through all that procedure again, despite the fact that I'd just done it, the call would have been shorter, which would have cut waiting times again. And if also maybe causing you more stress and anxiety, which is maybe the thing. Let's just cut to the chase. Is it's not fit for purpose at that point. So, I mean, Apple could have done it. Yeah. Your AirPods could have broke. You could have rang somebody. They'd have told you there's some AirPods that you can go and pick up in the Wolverhampton branch tonight. Yeah. Or you can go to the Liverpool branch tomorrow. Yeah. And you'd have done that. And that's that's the problem with the NHS is that it's underfunded. It's completely underfunded. I, I, I totally agree with that as a point. And it's, a, it's also a massive political football as well. Yeah. Because nobody will say anything negative and derogatory about the NHS. They just won't because it is this sort of 
lauded kind of institution. It's untouchable. Yeah, that and Captain Tom. It's almost two things. It's almost like a new religion. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, people, you know, people pop NHS things up now, and it's. And you know, you get this. this Anything that can't be criticised, you, you know, you've got to be careful. Exactly. Because if you can't criticise it, you can't fix it. Exactly. It's like you know the United Reformed Church, which is where all these disparate Unitarian churches came together, and you just join the NHS key workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's NHS key workers and Sir Captain Tom Moore. I'll tell you what, they were fucking liberal with that spread, weren't they? Key workers. I know. Don't be doing my routine that I'm working on. Oh. That's how I'm paying my bills at the minute talking about that. Um, Well, do you know what? There was a... uh, a, the, The key worker thing is this, is you are a key worker. No one... There's no definition for key worker in law until they made one yeah basically if you got a lanyard from amazon yeah yeah you yeah. had to be a key worker or exempt from wearing a mask there was, there was a picture posted on social media of a guy in a in a mascot costume dressed like a you know a, a, you know a bloody twiglet with the caption how the fuck am i a key worker yeah you know well, it just there was a thing they, you know the petrol shortage so morrison see it wasn't Morrison's were... Uh, it wasn't a petrol shortage. Well, I know, but I'm just using it as shorthand for what that thing was. Oh, yeah. The, Morrison's were opening up half an hour early at the pumps. Key workers. For key workers. There's a woman that's made the news literally yesterday, at, like local news, because she kicked off because she was a taxi driver and she thought that as a taxi driver, she should be a key worker. She is. What? No, she she she's not. She is because she provides a necessary service. What's her age? Okay, well, she's part of that, I'd say. She was more oh, a key worker than what, a dog groomer. Well, oh, well, dog groomer's not a key worker. According to the government, they are. The fuck, get off. They were allowed. Yeah. And it's basically, key workers was always about whether you could send your kids to school. <laughs> yeah, most yeah, people, yeah. that's what it was yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I get my, rid of my kids? Because I am not homeschooling these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? We're really taking key workers. Do, I, I'm a key worker. Do you remember when they tried to get uh, Sports Direct classified as key workers? Yeah, well. Like at the beginning of the pandemic so that they could stay open. It's like, oh, mate, we sell cricket bats. We've got to stay open. Yeah. Was like, no, they, they did. Sports no, shops no, stayed no. open. In the end, they closed them. So, oh, in the end, they opened them. Sports shops were the ones that could stay. Decathlon opened. It stayed open. Did they? Because you need to, your health and fitness is very important to your mental health. That's fucking nonsense. That's absolute fucking bollocks. Well, Amazon stayed open, didn't they? Did they? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, of course they did. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Spreading that virus round <laughs> in a van. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking... Yeah, it's a fucking weird one, isn't it? How that panned out. What's the question about this? What podcast? What question are you asking me about? Well, the question was, well, we, is we capitalism, went, capitalism evil? Yeah, I mean, it is inherently it is, <laughs> but it's. I mean, I it's don't. It's not. It's not. It can't be. That doesn't make sense. I it, because if if you take it to its extreme point, and I know what you're saying is that, and it and it makes. How, there's always going to be victims, isn't there? How can a thing? Got to look after the bottom. Okay. You know, I, I've, I'm going to have to make a reference here. That has anyone, have you, either of you, two seen Sweeney Todd? Sweeney, t- no, the, I've the, not. Mus- the uh, opera. Yeah, yeah, no, I've not. Okay, you know he kills people in the chair. Yeah, you wouldn't say that chair's evil. It's it, it. The chair works fine. He's using it to kill people on. Okay, so that's like cap- saying capitalism is evil. But makes- if the chair had autonomy and it had, but knives. capitalism doesn't have autonomy. It, it's a system in which we all live, and people make shit decisions. They need to be, you know, tweaked. People are evil. People fuck up. You know, it, it's 
And here's the thing. Can you have a benign capitalism? Can you have a kindly, caring, sharing, cooperative capitalism? It depends. This is the thing. It entirely... No. What about and David Cameron's much lauded third way? I'll, 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 I'll summarise it like this. Economy, in order to work, has to be objective. It has to be. It has to be an infrastructure, and that's what capitalism is. It doesn't care. It doesn't have a morality. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it so fit for purpose, in my opinion. When you start throwing in subjective moralities into something as delicate as economy, you can, you can create all sorts, of, all sorts of trouble. Now, can capitalism be used for good? Sure. Can it be used for evil? Sure. But is capitalism evil? Of course it is. What about it? what is it now? Rather than, so you're, 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 I mean, you are just, you know, you know what you're talking about, and I agree with everything you're saying because it makes sense. Because Would you say, like, so the, right now, is it being used for good? Yeah. Um, Problem. Um, well, uh, you know, <laughs> what? taking the extremes like Jeff Bezos. Okay, yeah. okay, right. Yes, the answer is yes and no. Uh, so, okay. So Karl Marx. I don't know if either of you have read the Communist Manifesto. Yeah, most most mornings. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 Karl Marx. I have a terrible means of production myself. <laughs> Gets me going on the toilet. That's, that, that's what tofu does to yeah. you, mate. Karl Marx, um, in the in the Communist Manifesto, admitted it's undeniable that that there is there is no greater system of uh, production of material goods than capitalism. Capital capitalism produces the most material goods. It, it, is the, it, is, it is the best at that in the world. Even Karl Marx admitted that. And materials, material goods, uh, go in hand in hand with uh, freedoms. So, Yeah, but they would argue at what cost, though, no? Well, let's have a look. So in, yeah. in the US, below the poverty line, 90% have air conditioning, 99.9% .9 have a fridge, a microwave. So this isn't your historical poverty. So that baseline is built upon materials. And yeah. what, what, is the king of, mean, what, mean, is, what, what is the king of producing materials? Capitalism. Capitalism produces all of these resources that allow us to have freedoms, that allow us to have luxuries. And I think overall... Is a fridge it, a luxury? I think it is, yeah. Definitely. No. Come on. Yes. Man. Is air conditioning where you force disparate people to live in hotter places than they would not? Well, well, it, well, it all depends on. What, what, I'm. I'm. Thinking, I mean, it's all well and good saying I'm like thinking, a fridge is a luxury, but not I'm if you work at a fridge factory. And no, you no. Fucking again, built them for twelve you're, you're, hours. You're, you're thinking from the perspective of you know just the, the recent years. Think on a scale of shit. Think of a universal scale throughout throughout all of history. Humans have struggled and suffered. Most people were in the shit. You know, they were lucky to live to forty. Uh, so, yeah, if you, so if you so if you take if you take the the vast timeline of human history and you look at us now, yeah, but yes, you it's can't. A yeah, but you can't compare the poverty of today to the poverty of two hundred years ago. No, but what we're and measuring, say that relatively, what we're measuring that isn't as bad. What we are measuring is improvement. When I, I'm not saying that, that, that that's, oh, yeah, well, you, you, you're lucky well, to have that. Improvement what I'm saying of is, poverty is still poverty. Well, because here, basically, this is the way I would put it, okay? Um, I'm not even sure what I'm arguing here anymore, but, I, but improvement, uh, like, I find it a really weird 
argument to say, well, 200 years ago, the poverty of 200 years ago was worse than the poverty of today, and so therefore there's been improvement. It's like, yeah, but the everything of 200 years ago was worse than now. Like, literally, everything has improved. But here's the thing. It hasn't improved for everyone, only really in capitalist countries. And here's, here's, here's the thing. Capitalism, because it's so objective... It encourages objective standards. People are hired based upon their competence, based on you know how they work, not based on arbitrary things like religion or race. Capitalism encourages people to be more objective. And that's why a lot of people, previously oppressed minorities, women, recently uh, members of the LGBT well, community, have been able to demand rights almost uniquely in capitalist countries. Well, that's why I mention it. Just to sort of pause it there, and you mentioned that capitalism encourages the... Uh, meritocracy of hiring people would you not you know based on their qualifications and skills would you not argue that the um, structure of being in a capitalist society means that some people get better access to education and the kind of things that would help for you to get better qualifications it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy isn't it it depends again all on how capitalism is utilized and that's the thing. That's where that's where we're coming. Is capitalism being used as it should? No, you know. Could it eat? Could it ever be? Like yeah. theoretically, yes, but realistically, has it ever been? Uh, well, let's let's. What you've got to consider is how do you get the best result of of anything. How would you say, if, if you wanted to produce something, anything of quality? No, what I'm saying is, it, in, in a capitalist society, yeah. yeah, has there ever been an instance where there's been nobody living below the poverty line. There never will be, probably, because of capitalism. No, well, no, no, not because of because of people. The, the, you you will you will never ever ever get a system where people aren't taken advantage of and abused. You'll never get it. Where human beings are just this the way we are. It's congruent through all of nature. Animals do it. We might as well just give up, then, don't we? Hey, no. no well, <laughs> we, we, what we've got to do is we've got to try and produce the the best system. So yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying in that, like there's. Like, the way that the system is, is one thing, but you can never eradicate people from making stupid fucking decisions. No. Like, so I watched a program, there was a program a while ago, it was called, like, The Great British Benefits Handout, or something like that, yeah. and it was a really interesting program, they went right... Was it in a tent? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Hollywood and Prue Leith. <laughs> Today, I want you to recreate... Universal credit. Yeah, and it, yeah, they had to go in and pitch their ideas at one yeah. guy. What have you made with universal credit? Well, it's a dungeon with fairground music. That's it. Get <laughs> it. Oh, go. Just cling into this, aren't you? So, so, the fact that it was paid for by the taxpayers makes it even more nefarious. I love it. Um, so, um, Dad's got a state-owned sex circus. <laughs> So, so I uh, yeah, the idea that there's a bit of benefit fraud in there as well. Big society top. <laughs> I'm still trying to cling to a thread here. You did what to those women? And on whose dollar? Um, so, um, uh, the Great British Benefits handout. The idea was is instead of us paying you benefits every month uh, and you scrimping and saving by, we are going to give it you in one big lump sum. And you can use that to then transform and res- re- revolutionize your life by uh, starting businesses and creating enterprise wow. and then making yourself self-sufficient, Yes, which is a, a good idea in theory. And how did that turn out? Well, some of them fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. So there were people who set up um, properly good 
uh, sustainable businesses that they were passionate about that helped them get off benefits. Mm-hmm. However, there were other people who wholly... Sh- so, so there was one well, there was one woman, right, who was in her 40s or whatever. She gets the, uh, she gets the thing. First thing she does is gets a full course of Botox. That's that's the first thing that she did. Well, this and is, it's like, no, this is, you this fucking is, idiot! What are you doing? I I I can summarize my defense of capitalism um, by just simply proving, you know, a, a bit of congruency. So, let's go to a bit of ethology. Talk about nature for a second here, because it, it and it will be relevant. Um, about two percent of life that has ever existed is still alive today. So, how do we know a slug? is qualified to live on this planet because it exists, because it evolved to be here. If there was anything more, better suited to live on this planet, then it would be that organism that would be here. But it's not. It's us. It's the animal kingdom. Yeah, it's so, not so, uh, Darwinism. Well, it's, it's evolution. Yeah. Now, 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 ideas operate in the same way. Capitalism is the result, whether you like it or not, is the result of cultural, organic evolution over time through individual consumer choices and freedoms I disagree with that massively, mate. Well, then how is I it agree here? with him. So, so because the well, thing is, right, is is but what's capitalism ever? Oh, go on, but isn't isn't the sole pursuit of it profit based? So you you, uh, no. you could have many great ideas that fall by the wayside because they aren't profit making because they are they create value in other ways. Maybe, maybe now, but what you got to understand is when capitalism was in its babyhood it it's it, it origins found itself in necessity we need this this thing we need we, we need this we need that we need that we need this and and gradually over the course of thousands of years of civilization we filled those things and we sold them and over time generations of, of consumer choice and freedom and that's very important freedom and choice we ended up with this system and that's what we've got now i don't think it's right to say arbitrarily well well this this system has winners and losers, and we've got to think about the loser. Fucking scrap it. Because, I mean, if you, any other system, name it, invent anything you want, same result or yeah. worse. Because the, 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 the fundamental truth is human beings are flawed. But one of the things that I think is interesting about Squid Game, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, is you talk about winners and losers. So you talked about them almost as if they were equal. There's winners and there's losers. But no, in Squid Game, not. and especially in, in capitalism... Oh, you mean, you mean in terms of the opportunities? It, yeah, in, in Squid Game and in, in, in capitalism, there is one winner and a fucking shit ton of losers. So maybe it's not about eliminating the losers. Maybe it's about redressing that balance. Okay, right. Maybe we could have, now, maybe we could have 50 winners. You're talking about equity. Yeah. That's a dangerous prospect. Okay. I'll tell you why. Um, in order to achieve equity, you need you need to resort to, to a very dangerous word called force. Now that that's a slippery slope. In, in any ways, if you want people to start a race, uh, now we can talk. Or as his dad calls it, the hell's a skelter. <laughs> dad, I'm so sorry. I came on here to build my reputation, not destroy my father's. <laughs> that's a good clarion call. I came here to build my reputation, not to destroy my father. I love that. Anyway, that's the tagline to the film, isn't it? (laughs) Anyway, that's the trailer line. (laughs) 
Anyway. <laughs> the fact we've tried to talk about capitalism and squid game, and for some reason we've we've painted your poor dad Honestly, as some sort of fairground he'll, rapist. He'll, he'll have you whacked. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, we're one of the big hammers. <laughs> Just keep popping up to the table. Oh, yeah. Right, so, white, guess you white hard enough, a big bell goes off right, and you win a teddy. On, I, I, I've forgotten what I was going to fucking say. So. What was I saying? Something about hook a duck. I'm good at that as well. Equity and uh, force. E- equity and how it's a dangerous prospect. Because you need force, it's a slippery slope. Oh, okay, right, force. Right. Fucking take a breath, man. God. I know that's what the cause is. I'm, I'm with you now. Oh, fucking hell. Go on. Sorry, equity. Go on. Right. So the trouble, if you if you have a bunch of people start and you and you want them to all end at the same place, you've got to you've got to take people doing better and you've got to bring them down. You've got to uplift other people. The only way you do that is through force. Force is the anti-mind. It, re- it removes the ability well, to act upon your thinking. If, that, if we talk about, for example, I mean, you mentioned we, you've got to take people who are, who are rising and bring them down. Yes. I don't think you have to bring them down. I think you have to hold them in the same place. And that, I think that there's a difference. A, no, that, no, there's a difference. So let's that, say... Well, that is holding them back. Well, let's say, for example, they might be, they might want to get here. What and would you're you saying, think? No, you're, you're here. What would you think about a proposed wealth cap? So, whereby once you the hit, richest person gets a nice hat. What? <laughs> I'll tell you the. I'll, do you want me to? I can, once you get to ten billion, once you get to ten billion pounds, mm-hmm. you can't go further. I'll tell you That's why. That's not capitalism, though, is it? No, no, I'll, and I'll tell you why that doesn't work either, because uh, that destroys incentive. The, the, the reason a lot of these big companies produce the, sh- the sheer amount of product and material and capital that they do is because they're, in, they're incentivized to do it. Uh, through what? Uh, through gains, through what, what they get out the, of it. And, if you, if you on, on what, that, and what is their gains? Whatever they make. Money. Yeah, and if you so cap what that, if, they won't work. What if, they just and, won't and work. that to me is the root of the problem, is that the gains, the incentive, is money. Surely, why would the incentive not be social change for the people that have helped you to get to that point? Because people don't work like that. And well, they why not? Because they just some, don't. Some organisations do. Some, some try to. But they don't last. John Lewis. Really? There's a dude, there's a dude who... John Lewis. Um, if you, look, there's if a dude John, who, hang on, John Lewis, that's a great organisation. Okay. Greg's are an amazing okay. employer okay. organisation. Okay. Timsons, Richard Sands. But again, you're, you're talking about a severe minority of Of, of course companies. I am, but I'm saying, give you examples of where it can work. Oh, I, I'm not yeah. saying it can't. Of course it can. But the reason it doesn't on a larger scale is because uh, peop- un- un- unless we go through another, I don't know, few hundred, maybe even thousand years of cultural evolution, we're, we're just not at that point yet. There's the people who say they don't mind, right? What about the people, what about this this argument or this this opinion that says... All right, you can make as much money as you like, okay? And we're going to talk about Amazon, and we're going to talk about Apple, and we can talk about Google and all these multi-billion international corporations, okay? And they go, they're fine because they employ people, they make our lives better, they provide good services. But then there are people that say, hang on a minute, but they're not paying their fair share. They're not paying the right amount of tax for the profits they're making. Now, now, so, so the sort of simplistic argument is make them, yeah? Yeah. Make them. But governments and uh, chance um, uh, treasury will not do that because they're scared it, to lose them. They're scared to lose them. So it's a kind of like they've lost the power. The power balances out. Yeah. And also, you know, the majority of people in this country, the the democracy, uh, would be willing to say, 
No, they need to pay their fair share. But actually, democracy then is not working, is it? Because actually at the top, our paymasters, you know, actually are in hock to the large organisations and the corporations. Mm -hmm. So essentially what capitalism has created is a system where it now owns not only the means of production, but it owns everything. It owns democracy, right. it owns policy, and it owns the will and the and and the health service because they they Google tomorrow yeah. could change the fortunes of a country that it decides to pay its tax in. Yeah, you're you're correct. Do you, you know, hear the people sing? Sing the song of but angry the, the, men. The, 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 here's the thing. The the question isn't um, you know. Does capitalism do that? And of course, the answer is yes, it does. The question is, and what do we what do we do? But what's the solution? Revolution. Okay, okay. Anarchy. So, that's the solution. Although, so that's the only okay, thing okay, I bring down okay. capitalism. For, isn't so what? Force. Mm. Well, well, then, well, then I disagree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I'm not so saying I, what shall we do. I'm saying that's what you can do. Well, you can do that, but but the the solution at the end of the day is down to to us as consumers. And to, then we know what happens. Then what we know what happens is anarchy anarchy comes along. Mm -hmm. Idealists take over through me methods of force, yeah. and then within another within a cycle, whatever that may be, a year, five years, ten years, corruption is then were endemic about, because, because it the is, is human nature. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Were you about right. to say? Were you about to say the solution is on us as consumers to make more informed choices and et cetera, et cetera? The, 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 that's that's where the power but, always has but, to lie. But would you say that it still lies in something like that? It, I challenge you. To go one day making only ethical purchases and choices. See, it's not possible. It's not, it's not, it, it, again, it is possible. It's not, Freddie. it's not though, is it? It is possible, Freddie. It is possible because to make an ethical choice, you have to take the most ethical option available to yourself and you can do that on a daily basis. Okay, day. okay, yeah. I, I guess you're right in what you're saying then that. Yeah, I understand that. But what I mean is, I mean, I guess what I was trying to get at is that there are companies with such a monopoly, like, for example, uh, Amazon. Mm -hmm. Right now, it is very difficult for people to buy out of that system. But then Amazon would uh, counter-argument that, and I do like what some of the stuff that they do. Their marketplace stuff, where they encourage... They've made millionaires out of, out of, out of home workers, I've used Amazon's. I'm one. I've I've used Amazon's marketplace before as a seller. Yeah. So they they do offer opportunities, and again, it's all about infrastructure, objective, useful infrastructure. Well, they, how they, many they, how many millionaires have they have they made through marketplaces? Lots, lots, and lots, and lots, and lots. I mean, it is a it's an and not just millionaires, but, but people just making a living. But then you would also argue that the, the, the is is that worth the treatment the of, game, the, of the warehouse workers? Yeah, but I mean, if you work in a warehouse, you deserve it. <laughs> you should have tried to add her at school. <laughs> see, see, now, 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 you're starting to to sound like, like a wicked mill owner. <laughs> no, no, but, but the the way the way you talk is 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 in a very objective sense. Like it, it's down to individual yeah. choice and and where, where they. I'm are. reviewing the situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, a reference I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I noticed how quickly he changed the subject when we started talking about football. Like, there was such a quick shift where you were like, I am not going to get involved in this one. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, wi it's a, a wise man says nothing when he has nothing to say. But I mean, it is. I mean, I mean, <laughs> if believe that was it the case, believe, it'd just be you talking this podcast. Believe it or believe so. it not, you know, it's not nothing, you know, it's difficult to see change. 
But as I think it was the situation is said. The, you know, be realistic, demand the impossible. The, the question is, how... Well, I, don't you, Freddie. I do like that. <laughs> I do like that. Sounds like the sort of thing I'd... Um, you you put on the Edinburgh walls. Title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the question they did write it on the walls in Paris in 1968. No, Be realistic, demand the impossible. No, it, it it reminds me of the sort of thing that they put on the walls of a CrossFit gym. Do you know what I mean? Live, laugh, love. Yeah, demand, it's oh, not God. real, though, is it? It's more the 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 question is and always it is uh, how ch- change fine how 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 is change brought about now I vehemently disagree that that change should be brought about by force because number one it won't last and number two because it, if it's not organic if if, pe- if people don't org- organically accept the end of, a, of, a, of an evil practice then they'll resist it and you'll you'll just cause division do you think we have um capitalist sympathizers it would define capitalist sympathizers. like you know like the french were with the nazis <laughs> Do you think? No, you know, I think, do you think, we're, do you think, do you, I also think this as well is that I've always uh, historically, culturally and aesthetically voted Labour. Um, it's getting harder though, isn't it? Uh, it's, actually, it's not, it's actually getting easier. Do you think? For me it is, yeah. Uh, but um, I've always voted, I've always voted Labour and I've always been surprised when the Tories have these huge majorities. And it's a funny thing, because I think people who vote Tory never really tell anybody. No, they don't. Silent majority, innit? Yeah. Well, because, well, well that's, that's because um, there's, there's, right now, there's a lot of persecution going around with right-wing politics. Um, if, you, if you say, oh, I, I voted for Trump, you could lose your fucking job. You know, it's... it's, it's well, it's funny, because the majority of comedians are left-wing. But the majority of the entertainment industry is left-wing. It, every once in a while, every once in a while, a comedian uh, will come out as right wing, and it's it's sort of like you know in wrestling when like a good guy suddenly has a heel turn or whatever. It's like, what's Hulk Hogan doing? He's just punched an old man in the face. You know, it's like, and they'll come down and it'll be like, you know, they'll come on Twitter with their crazy opinions, and some of them just do it just try and revive yeah. their career. I think most comedians um, are centrist. I think I'm probably centrist. I probably am. I'm probably slightly left of centre. I get more right wing as I get older. The more shit I own. That that's well, the old joke, isn't it? Good job Hitler the, died when he did. That's the. Um, Let's see how he turned out. That's that's the that's that's the old adage. You get more right wing as you get older. Yeah, because yeah, I own more shit. Well, exactly. Because when I was twenty and I owned fuck all, I was like, do you know well, what? Everyone should just live with each other, and we could all be wonderful. And Isn't now I'm just which, and what as I've got as I've got older, I've actually become more egalitarian. I think. Really? Yeah. What? That's pretty about bit. Well, that's your that's your free choice to do. Hmm. Uh, thanks to a capitalist system, I would add. If you were in another system, like like what 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 would you replace capitalism with? What would be the the, the best contender? A uh, sort of like capitalism light. Still capitalism, then? Yeah, I think probably well, yeah, I would, social, I would, I would, socialism. I think I would agree. I, I but, think I but, think I think universal healthcare. I think we should own. I think I think the state should own um, the the sort of railways. I think the state should own the telephones. I think it should own the. I agree. The, I agree with power you and, and all that sort of thing. I think utilities should be state owned. But when you say capitalist light and then go still capitalism, it's well, like it y- yeah, yeah, but you're focusing on the capitalism. Bit and not on the light bit, and I think the light bit is well, the most important. Again, bit. 
capitalism can be employed to do a lot of things. Well, you call it, it, social, call it socialism then, because I think well, that's... Well, no, well, well, but it's not. But it's not socialism. It's though. not socialism. The, the, the argument, the, the thing is, is capitalism evil? The answer is no. But it can does we, need reining in a bit. Yes, but that doesn't make it evil. It, does, that, it doesn't mean that... It so is the like question possessed. in this debate, is capitalism evil? Well, no, because it can't be, because it isn't... It it's a, not a thing, it's not a... And, and yeah. Or is capitalism a good thing? It depends on who's using it. You know, is the system of capitalism, is it divisive? And, you know, also, what capitalism does, and you talked a lot about human nature and about free will, it actually allows for more of that greed and that free nature and that human... Sorry, Would that you, free, free will I think what we nature. need is we need to take uh, people who have no money and get them to participate in a series of, like, it's a knockout-style events for for massive grand prize money of several millions of pounds. Squid oh, seven million yeah. yens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but British. Oh. British squid What game. do we call it, then? Welk. Welk Wars. Fucking <laughs> 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 defo. I would defo watch Welk Wars. I want to watch Welk Wars. Tuning I'll... in on a Saturday night to watch Welk Wars. Contestants, ready. <laughs> yeah, get Richard Hammond doing the commentating. Yeah. He will and... go on my first Welk whistle. <laughs> <laughs> you just done that, you, to bring it all to a conclusion. You've done very well there. Friend. Thank you, mate. We smells... 50 contestants with only one bowl of chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, I get on That's board. like a weekend in Glasgow. <laughs> hey! We're coming full circle. Yeah, it's, all, it's all coming together. I see what you mean now, but Have you... You see, it comes... you just got to let it flow... Let it do what it wants, and then at the pivotal minute, we rein it back in. Well, thanks very much then... for having me on your podcast. Oh, I see. He's, he's really trying to push that. I am wrapping it up now. I'm looking at my watch, you know. Fucking time. corporate to get to tonight. Time called. Who are you doing your corporate for? Um, I can't tell you. Can you not? NDA, mate. No, you've not. I have. Have you? Yes. Really? Yes, I have. You've got a non-disclosure agreement for... Yes. Uh... An arms company. <laughs> Capitalism in action. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to think how much I would like charge. Like, to, I'm trying to think if there's a company that's so evil that I would not perform for Disney. them. Disney, Disney. Oh, 100 percent, I would. Really? 100. Yeah. I mean, it'd be I'd be charging dollar, but I definitely perform for Disney. If, if look, if they turn around to me and said, "Listen, Freddie, your voice is perfect for fucking like." Finding Nemo. Snuff movies. Fi finding Nemo 4. Nemo gets trapped in a basement listening to fucking fairground music or whatever. No, no. Nemo's in a little plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. Where's Nemo? He's been won on ring toss. <laughs> right, I'm done. We're tapping out. That's such a great moment to end on. Before we go, Sam, thank you ever so much for having us on. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Uh, I've got a book coming out called The August Few, which is a sci-fi, which I know you fucking hate. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but it, it's, it's sort the of... The August Few, is it about Freddie's fringe audiences? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's, it's an exploration of, you know, um, ethology and nature and, you know, all sorts of things. But explaining it would be like explaining a joke, so... Yeah, that's, about, that's all I'll say. Was it out? Mercifully brief. I don't know when it's done. All right. <laughs> Have you got books out already? No, it's my first one. Right. Nice. Cool. Are you going to self-publish or go through somebody? I don't fucking know. I, I, I like it. I'll make it up as I go along. 
Nice. Well, you see how that works out for us. Yeah, well, we'll see what the YouTube comments have to say. <laughs> I'll reserve judgment. Well, uh, what about yourself, Justin? Anything you want to plug? No. You've got a podcast, haven't you? Uh, it's going on a hiatus at the moment, so... How come? Uh, can't be asked. Mm. Everyone's doing podcasts, aren't they? So, mm. yeah, I've had uh, over a million downloads of my podcast. It's called About 30 Minutes to More Than 45. Have you? Yes, I have, yeah. Oh, God, that's impressive. Thank well you. And um, it's generally a slice of my working life, so I carry around with, like an audio diary. Yeah. Uh, but then during lockdown, obviously, it wasn't doing anything. So I started chatting to people more and doing the sort of one-to-one thing. But I think so many people, so many podcasts out that I just sort of like gave it a bit of time off. So should be coming back, be back this autumn. Got, I've got a couple in the bank ready to go and that sort of thing. My, my daughter's the major star of the podcast. And we talk about men's mental health a little bit. And we talk about this, that, and the other bit of poetry every now and then. Nice. And it's yeah. called... Um... Sci-fi Free Zone. About 30 minutes, no more than 45, and you can find it on all of your podcast apps. And finally, if you have enjoyed this, we're going to have a little break now, and then we record Picketed Extra, which is an extra podcast just for Patreon listeners. And if you want to get involved in that, you go to patreon.com forward slash picketed. Prices start from four quid a week, uh, four quid a month, and for that, you get literally everything. It's a pound a week. You help support the show, and you help buy into the capitalist system of getting me fucking dollared up so I can afford all the things that I want in life, such as uh, private healthcare. Uh, yeah, subscribe to the, uh, subscribe on YouTube or whatever, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This episode of Piggoted is sponsored by Taylor's Toys. Taylor's Toys are a sex toy company. They specialize in doing high-quality sex toys that won't fall apart after one or two uses. Head over to taylorstoys.co.uk, check out the amazing range that they've got on offer, and if you use the discount code PIGOTED at checkout, you get yourself 10% off on all products. Taylor's Toys, spice things up in the bedroom. Thank me later.